0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Now, today, I'm going to be doing something different. Yep. Now, you're probably wondering, well, what what else could possibly be different about doing the news and and ranting about the news when they do something wrong? Well, I'm going to be talking about the rental car we had on our trip in New York City. Yep, this has been a long time coming. My mom has been continuously and irritatingly reminding me, do it, do it, do it, put it on your podcast. So today I decided that I would do it and get it out of the way and give you an idea of what it was like to have the car. So the car we got was a Chrysler 300C. It was the 2015 one, the one that got the facelift. And now it makes it, at the very least, it has the same sort of grill idea that the 200 has. Basically, the 200 was the face of all Chryslers to come and the 300 basically got most of what the 200 had except for the sleek grill. so it, it's huge. It looks good though it looks very good. Well technically we had a whole lot to choose from but really me and dad narrowed it down to three cars. The Dodge Charger, Chrysler 200 and the Chrysler 300. Now dad wanted Satnav. so we checked the Charger didn't have sat-nav we checked the 300 and it did have satnav. And so then I walk over to the 200 and I'm like, and I open the trunk just to see how big it is. And you wouldn't believe it, but the 200s trunk, it almost looks bigger than the 300s. It's not by much, but it's, it's very close to looking like it's bigger. In the end, we went for the 300. So I set the SAT nav and then <laughs> then the long journey began. To get used to the SAT nav, it did take a little bit because the TFT screen in the 300 that in our 300 and when you set the satin app to a place it'll then show you know turn left at like let's say i70 in like 500 yards it'll do that way before the corner actually comes up and i get why they do that so that you don't miss the corner but they do it like a mile or two back and there's other exits and on ramps and whatever and that can get confusing so we ended up missing the exit and then we were i don't know where we were We we weren't in philadelphia but we were probably we might have been in well, not New Jersey, but we were. Let's just say we were somewhere else. So, more tinkering with the sat nav. It took a while because it was a bit confusing at the best of times. We had just gotten the car, but in the end, we did make it to the hotel. And so, my mom and Erica just came from where they were by subway, of course, and then met them. And then we met them in the three hundred. So yeah, sat nav. Let me let me put it this way: there are probably worse systems out there, but you definitely need to practice a bit with it to get used to what it does that and to be fair for the most part we don't use sat-nav systems anyway so yeah you know after that ordeal uh we were we were going to i'm not sure if it was philadelphia but we were going somewhere else so we got to see how the car rode in town and on the highway so the car the car is actually really nice it was very luxurious because we had heated and ventilated seats, which can easily spoil you if you continuously use it. But word to the wise: even on high, the ventilated seats actually—if you're wearing a thick shirt on, it actually, it actually kind of muffles the effect of the vented seats. So you won't, if you won't feel it as much as you would in a thinner long sleeve shirt or short sleeve shirt. Anyway, we had a lot of amenities. Just awesome. The radio, the radio was really good. That. <laughs> And the radio station I found was particularly good because that had all the great 80s hits. The car rode well. And what's funny is, as I was saying to my dad when we got back into Colorado, is that while the 300 had a really, really nice ride, his Durango, his '01 or sorry, his 2000 Dodge Durango probably had a softer ride. And I think the reason for that being is it wallows around a bit, a bit more. Whereas the 300 is stiffer because it's, It's not built on a chassis, it's on a unibody, modern technologies, things like that. So the car was stiffer, and even with this Volkswagen Tiguan that we got, which I may talk about in the next podcast, I'm noticing a lot of modern cars ride quite a bit stiffer than the cars that I'm used to being, which are a lot of 90s-based vehicles. But even still, the 300 was nice and soft, the seats were very cushioning, the seat adjustment was crazy, I had a lot of fun with that. So, yeah, uh, as I was saying, as I think his Durango walls around a bit more and the suspension is softer and things like that, that's why I think it might have had a softer ride, and it might have cushioned a bit better on the bumps, mostly because it would, the Durango would bounce up and down, but the 300 would ride over the bumps rather than bounce up and down a little bit, but yeah, the ride was really good, exceptional. What was interesting is you could really change a lot in the car, and before anyone asks, I should address this sooner, no, we didn't have that dial that got recalled, that got in that millions recalled because people don't know how to work a shifter, we had, we had the rotary dial shifter. So yeah, which that that also took a bit of getting used to, not because it was hard to operate or anything, but Dad is nowhere near used to using something like that, so that took a bit of getting used to for sure. But yeah, you could change a lot in the car. I could change I could change how the steering felt from sport to comfort to normal. For the most part, we had it in normal. There was only this one time where I put it in sport. Now it's because we were on this nice back road. I could also change how the car looked on the satin now. So like it was set to a little arrow. I went deep into the settings. Figured I could change it from a challenger, a charger, a few other cars I could change it to a Viper. And I think that's what I left it at even when we returned the car. So it's, it's either still set at a Viper now, or someone's gotten it, and tried to change it, and they, and they might, they might have done as well, but, yeah, so, I did that, I changed it, so, when we had it, instead of being all flat, it had buildings and whatnot, which was cool, so, yeah, we really had a lot of things we could do to the car, the car was comfortable for me, my dad, my sister, and my mom, could see all of us perfectly, and even with, we only had three luggages, but they were massive and took them all perfectly. Didn't notice any difference in ride at all. And what's really interesting is, it all, is the one we had only had, a, had the 3.6 liter Pentastar V6. And the 8-speed eight, eight transmission, obviously. But that thing wasn't slow at all. That was It was pretty brisk. And, and I was surprised because it's, it's a two-ton car. And by the time we all got in and added the lug, luggages, it was probably two and a half tons by the time we were done. Maybe almost... Uh, 4,800 pounds, it did not feel like that, it felt like a 3,800 pound car, maybe 3,600, it was, it did not feel like a very heavy car at all, it was pretty light on its feet, I'm telling you, that car really, it just, it didn't feel as heavy as it really is, and that's what was surprising, I mean, even in the way it handled, it didn't feel heavy at all, I mean, sure, I wasn't driving, but, but just sitting in the passenger seat, you could tell this car didn't drive like the way it technically would Sorry, it should have because of the weight. It's interesting because the cars, the platform is about a decade old now. It's probably near enough 13 years old now. And it just, it didn't feel like that. Sure, it felt like five years old, something like that. But it didn't feel nowhere near as as old as it really is. And it helps that Chrysler have been significantly updating it these past few years, but they really have been keeping it fresher than I thought they would. Um, blind spot wasn't an issue. The car was probably a bit wider than my dad was used to driving, even though his Durango's wide. For a car, it might have been wide. Yeah, but it was quiet on the inside. There was a bit of wind noise. That wasn't too troublesome. I mean, when you come from two 90s era vehicles, stuff like, you know, wind noise that people always complain about, you're just like, well, what wind noise? I, I You know, you come from cars like that, it's like, Yeah, there may be a little bit, but that's nothing in comparison to what I've had to deal with, so... Yeah, and I guess that's an advantage, because I can appreciate modern cars, even the ones that aren't so good, better than most people can, because... I'm gonna be honest, this Tiguan we got, it's a 2017, it's the base model, but it's the first new car we've had in 14 years. And it's the first car, and, you know, hint, I'm 14 now, so first new car I've ever been in that we've actually owned. Owned in air quotations, and even if it's not perfect by any standards, or if it's not even as good as competition coming from cars like a Vitara and a Durango, it's just such—it's such a massive upgrade that whatever is wrong with it doesn't really come up because we come from cars that have way more wrong with them than this. And I think that's what people kind of need to factor in that yeah, modern cars—you know—they are—they need to be built to a good standard. In some cases, they're not as bad as all the reviewers say they are. Comparing the cars like that, cars now are a lot better than they than they used to be. Most are anyway. That whatever issues that they have is it's just a non-issue. It doesn't. It's a non-factor because it's so minuscule. It doesn't matter. Some some of the issues journalists say are issues. They're just being nitpicky, and sometimes they are biased. And it's like, no, it's it's a very minor issue. And if you and if you put enough money into the car, or put any to fix the issue, you know, backyard engineering, whatever, even a mod that'll take care of the problem, then just do it. As long as it doesn't void the warranty, of course. Or if you don't care about that, then just go ahead and do it. But if it's something like that, that if a mod can fix that issue, or if a little back, uh, backyard engineering can fix the issue, then you know it's a non-issue. Because I get, I get that journalists criticize the cars so that, so that the cars after. All, are better than the ones that they replace at the same time it gets to a really annoyingly nitpicky level where it's like a simple mod whether it's out there or not can fix the issue whereas there's just no point criticizing it but anyway i'm going that's a whole nother rant for a whole nother time so anyway have a word from our sponsors
0: we've all seen them those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cards. Go to www.HowIReallyFeelCards.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.HowIReallyFeelCards.com and get your cards today
1: hello everyone i am back back to the 300 so i think we had we might not have had leather seats It might have been like a leather or clothy vinyl thing but they were nice they were really nice seats the dash was nice the touchscreen was nice it even had a little clock on top on top of the touchscreen. it was really spacious the footwell had just infinite amount of space it was really nice the car was very quiet as i probably already stated one thing i did forget to mention however was the air conditioning the air conditioning so awesome what was really cool is i could set my side of the air conditioning to be cold and i could set his side of the air conditioning to be slightly hotter than mine so you really had dual climate and it was i didn't really notice too much of a difference mostly because that we didn't have the air conditioning blasting on something insanely high also the temp differences wasn't that much but it was still nice to know that you could change your side of the car to make it hotter or colder than the other person's side of the car what was also nice is there was actually quite a lot of cubby holes in the car, so you really could put a lot of things in your car without worrying if you ran out of space. There, it really is quite generously equipped with a lot of cabin space. And the steering wheel was also nice as well. That The horn's actually really easy to operate as well. Uh, long story short, went for some ice cream, and upon going for ice cream, <laughs> my sister didn't actually unlock the back doors because I was riding in the back this time, so I had to honk the horn, and... I think I did it a bit too hard cuz it was a bit louder than I was intending. But it was it was just like pressing a really easily just a really easy button. It was something I really wasn't expecting, but it was quite nice. I also changed as TFT screen a little bit to what did I do? I think I made it I think I made it the speedometer. Can't really remember, but either way, that was nice. You could really change a lot in it as well. if it it was my car i'd probably spend like two hours just messing around with the car changing and whatever and in about three years now i will be getting my own car so woo! though to be fair i do have to work hard to get the money for it of course which i will be doing for the next two years and i'm hoping it'll get to a point where you guys can say i knew i knew cody's car before he was cool i was one of his original members and and stuff like that. And I knew Xavier before he joined the show. And stuff like that. The rotary dial, as I said, useful. It really and you know, honestly, it really did open up a lot of cabin space. It really just cut down the amount of cabin space to something quite a lot it opened up way more room than I would have originally thought it would have, which was really, really nice. It didn't intrude or anything like that. But what was a shame though is liking Jaguars, because they have a rotary shifter as well. It'll rise up from the dash until then you can turn it, but the 300 won't do that, sadly. Though, to be fair, that would just be, you know, like 500 to 1,000 extra dollars of pointless mechanism to make it do that, which I can understand why they didn't for that very reason, as that would be pointless, to say the least. Cool, but pointless. Another really cool thing about the sat-nav is you could really zoom out way further than you should be able to. You could zoom out all the way to where you could see the continent you were on. We could see if we were in America or Canada or wherever... Now I was saying jokingly that it's a shame that you can't zoom out so you could see the entire planet, because that would be that would just be utterly hilarious if you could. But yeah, you could zoom right down to like street view up to where well not street view, but you could zoom in so you could really see where you were in relation to other places, and then you could zoom out a bit further so you could see where you would be going and where you would be in relation to other places. It it made for a really nice system and I thought. It also kept time very well, temperature very well. It was really fun. Um, there were a few other apps on there, but all their subscriptions had either expired or hadn't been activated. So didn't use that, except for Yelp. But for the most part, we didn't use Yelp anyway. But yeah, the radio, that worked. We didn't synchronize Bluetooth or anything because, well, unnecessariness. So that didn't happen at all. And frankly, I'm glad we didn't do it. Because as I just stated, it would have been unnecessary because we only had the car for about, like, not eight, seven days? No, eight. No, 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 no put it this way like half a week or so but man what a what a half a week it was just so nice to have the 300 just in all of its luxurious excess it was so nice it rode very well it was really it was way faster than I was expecting it to be the shift points were good and you know it shifted really fast it was a bit faster than I was expecting it to be which was nice it was also really grippy the car and again even though it's about a t- it's a two ton vehicle it had more grip than I was expecting it to. And also, we didn't get the all-wheel drive. We had the rear-wheel drive. I was just really, really impressed with the car overall. It did everything I wanted it to do, and then more. And did it to a degree I didn't think the car would be able to do, especially for its age. But And I tweeted... <laughs> some of you will know, but I tweeted this. I, I said... Uh, we'll say in quotations. Chrysler 300, colon, or semicolon, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And it's true, because they... It's still the same basic car it was back then, but it's got so many more. It's been updated so much over these past few years that it really feels like a five, four-year-old car, which for a car that's, a de- that's over a decade old, that really is high praise because it is that old, but it doesn't seem like that, and that's what's impressive about it. In the interior, there were a few bits that you could tell were from uh, the 2011 facelift as I looked it up, but even still, it was nice. It was really nice. The glove box—I've seen a—I've seen bigger glove boxes, but it was still a decent size. And this is that this nitpicky journalist mess I was talking about earlier. But throttle response was good. It kicked down quickly. It held gears really well. It was just—it was overall just a really, really luxuriously equipped car that took us to to and from where we needed to go in brilliant comfort. It was just. It was very nice. There were two cup holders as well. I believe they lit up, which was really cool. They had that cubby hole behind, behind the cup holders. Effort the center console, not the center console. Anyway, but that was also insanely deep. That's about as deep as it is in the. In fact, it might have been a bit deeper than than the one, But really incredible how, how capable a car of its age really is. Fast, comfortable, sleek. Even though we didn't get like a black top package or anything, we did not. we, we also didn't have any fancy wheels, but that. Fancy wheels and stuff I could do without, but yeah, and there's a there's actually a lot more you can do with the center console than I thought. You can press the buttons in and out, and for the volume to mute it, you just press it, which I didn't know. As a lot of other people have said, the buttons are nice and chunky; they feel good in your hands, and you can you, you can use them while wearing gloves. It it's just a very smartly equipped cabin, and I have to give my hats off to the interior team who designed and redid the interior because it's just, just beyond what I was expecting, easily beyond what I was expecting. And I think Klaus Busse and Ryan DeGode, I believe those are the two people who worked on the interior or who were the heads of the interior for FCA and they've they've done a wonderful job, really, with the interior for the 300 and all their models. Just so you guys know, the buttons and stuff like all, all that stuff, you could tell was taken down from was taken down from other cars like a Durango. Check. It was basically a shared part between all vehicles, but that was also nice because I believe it's also shared within the Viper. So at the same time, I was like, "Wow!" When I get my Viper, this is what I can expect. It, it it was awesome because I was one step closer to knowing what it'd be like in a Viper. Now, of course, I have sat in a Gen I have sat in a Gen five at the auto show, which I couldn't do this year because they didn't have a Gen five. <sighs> which is mess, but I digress. So yeah, a lot of shared bits, but the bits are nice. I really, I didn't mind it at all. And then the, what's funny, the good thing was the door handles weren't a good place because anyone who has a challenger, a you know, a modern challenger will know, it's down, way, way down. It's not up there where the belt line is. It's way down actually sort of in the door. So we, thankfully we didn't have to deal with any of that, but that was nice. That was really nice. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed me doing a sort of audio review on the 300, and I will see you after a word from our sponsors.
0: We've all seen them, those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com and get your cards today.
1: We will get back to business as usual starting now. BMW Preview's Next Gen 5 Series with Remote View 3D. Mommy, Mommy, come look at this. Come look at this. What, Johnny? Mom, look, this is the turtle I found at school. Johnny, 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 where? where? Mom, it's a preview. It's It's right here. All Johnny is showing is this little green light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> On the gas generator, helps relieve Volkswagen Golf E range anxiety. And yes, range anxiety is a thing. Because frankly, I understand range anxiety. I don't have it because, fl- because thankfully, I don't need to. Because I don't have an electric car. So go me. Reliant Supervan joins Horizon 3 as Forza's first 3 three-wheeler. LEAVE EVERYBODY IN THE DUST WITH THIS twin turbo FERRARI 400i. Tesla Model S gets chromed and lowered at Office K, or in other words, gets shiny and ruined. Buy this NA, or naturally aspirated, 445 horsepower Porsche Rough RGT and never look back again. US, UK, and EU prices announced for Model S and Model X P100D. Facelifted Mercedes AMG CLA 45 gets horsepower injection and new rims from SR. Used car sales skyrocket in the UK. Ford Fiestas proving more proving to be the more popular choice. 2017 Toyota Rav4 review reveals one extremely spacious SUV. Lamborghini Aventador LP Seven Twenty Four Fifty and a fiftieth anniversary. Roadster spotted cruising through London. Mitsubishi gears up for Flight of the Swans expedition. Forgive me, but that sounds lame. Daimler Daimler's yeah Daimler's Chinese built Denza Four Hundred comes with upgraded battery and longer range because you always need to get excited about driving an electric car outside of a BMW i8 and any other cool, well, yeah, LaFerrari, well, that's not electric, well, 918 and P1, but anyway. Porsche 365 Outlaw Coupe is an extremely rare find, and it looks so cool. The second-gen GMC Acadia is held together with glue in order to save weight, and while that sounds dumb, even I had to admit it, I thought it sounded dumb as well, they they saved over six hundred pounds by doing this practice. Believe me, I haven't seen weight shadings shavings like this. Probably I haven't seen something this drastic probably since twenty fourteen. Believe believe me, there has been nothing this drastic in a while now. Furious Dad destroys son's Audi A4th bulldozer for daughter's indiscretion? I, I I don't get it. Porsche Digital Lab to identify and test innovative tech solutions. Honda announces four forty five million expansion. South Carolina ATV plant oh my gosh oh gosh this Italian firm sends you out in style with the Maser- with the maserati gibble hearse they're not sending you out in style what they're doing is killing you for the second time oh gosh it- oh oh gosh many many things are rushing through my head right now of what I could say this looks like but uh, oh gosh! Oh gosh! I remember watching something on Science Channel about this long, long lost race race of human history, where um, what they used to do is take planks of wood or planks or something, and put it against babies' heads to make it elongated, to make it tall, to make it taller and longer. So that I I don't know why they did this, but that's what they did. They they didn't put sorry they didn't put it on the sides; they put it on the top and the bottom. So that the baby's head would grow outward, and and I guess a lot of people mistook that m- had mistaken this for making for thinking that these humans were aliens. I don't I don't remember if this was a true thing or or not. No no no. Well, it probably was. It's, it was on Science Channel, and it was one of those documentaries where a long long lost race and whatever. It might not have been that specifically, but I remember watching that. I didn't see it all the way through, but that's what this Maserati Gible looks like. It it. it, it its head has been elongated. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh man. What well, well well wait wait a minute. Wow. Wow, that's a shame. Holy mess. Um you know how I was saying it looked awful and whatnot. It it still doesn't look brilliant, but the picture I saw made it look far worse than it actually is. That's actually not as bad as I originally thought. That that that's decent. Wow. Wow. Picture set me up massively. Jeez. Wow. That, just just wow. Just wow. My gosh. That's that's a shame. Texan thieves steal $200,000 worth of wheels and tires from Chevrolet dealership. And from the picture, it looks like they've been stolen mostly of Camaros. Which is the new ones, which is worse. Audi RS6 Allroad could launch exclusively in China next year. 2007 to 2012 Mazda CX-7 recall for suspension corrosion, possible loss of steering. Ouch. So now more news on the Mazda CX-7. Mazda North America Operations is recalling 190,102 units of the CX-7 produced from February 14, 2006 until May until May 9, 2012. The action was taken after seven reports on lower ball joint separation were received. Mazda collected parts from the field as part of the investigation. During which it found that saltwater intruding into the ball joint fitting could cause corrosion. In extreme cases, the ball joint can separate from the lower control arm, resulting in loss of steering control, which increases the risk of a crash. As a priority, Mazda will first address all affected 2007 through 2008 and 2009 through 2011 vehicles registered in the following states. Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and the District of Columbia. The rest of the SUVs will be recalled once parts become available. The repair consists of replacing both front lower control arms, an operation that will be performed free of charge. Moss will notify owners starting October 10th. McLaren P1 LM to go after Nürburgring lap record. Right-hand drive BMW 116i offered for sale in the US, but would you risk it? Because technically this is a car that's illegally imported. Hyundai's sporty i30N looks promising on the Nurburgring. Lexus just transformed their stunning LC 500 Coupe into a Super GT Racer. New Ferrari F12 TDF blows Chris Harris's socks off. Five injured as runaway dump truck ramps into eight vehicles in California. Updated 2017 Chevrolet Colorado gets all-new 308-horsepower V6 and 8-speed auto. Ken Block spotted filming Gymkhana 9 in New York with his Ford Focus RXRX. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Chevy Bolt's German cousin, new Opel Imperia E, confirmed for Paris' debut. Amazon launches comprehensive hub for car buyers. Bentley to grace the lawns of Windsor Castle with more than 150 models storming from the hill on horseback for sabers. And then they'll go and have Bovril afterwards. GM wins latest ignition switch lawsuit after jury sides with automakers claims. Bugatti CEO says the Chiron would go hybrid only to add performance. Performance focus SEAT Atika Cupra could see the light of day in 2017. Detroit Electric planning sedan and SUV after sports car launch. Even though their site has been shut down, believe me, I tried to get—well, I tried to get to their site. Though to be fair, it might be their old site. But Honda i30 N could spawn all-wheel drive rival to the Ford Focus RS. Fired employee film damaging ex-bosses Corvette Z06 because revenge plot. Aston Martin AMR amrb one looking very likely to have hybrid power. Artists recycle scrap metal into amazing life size supercars in Poland. 2017 Lincoln MKZ aces IHS Small Overlap Test and earns Top Safety Pick Plus. Upcoming Audi Q5 spotted by reader in New Jersey. Paging a Porsche 911 GT3, here's your BMW M- M4 nemesis. Or not, I mean wait, there's nothing said, it's still, please, please don't hurt me, uh, uh, GT3, don't, don't, uh, please, please. Lotus Reveals, 899 kilogram, 64,000 euro, at least 250 special edition. And it will only build fifty examples. And if you're wondering how much 899 kilograms is, that's about that's probably under fifteen hundred pounds. Regarding to make a roadleel grants from Brazil and race it too? I really, really hope so. That would be awesome. Patents emerge of Mysterious Yamaha Amphibi Car. Yes, yeah, I said that. It actually says amphibious car, but yeah, you get the idea. New Mercedes-Benz E class. L costs 66,000 in China, and I, and I have that 66,000 yen, 66,000 dollar, I don't know. Honda NSX costs 50% more in Japan, and it's almost twice as much as Nissan's GT-R. It better be 50% faster then, though I doubt it. Skoda Octavia to get a 2017 refresh with new front-end and updated cabin. Limited edition Renault Clio RS-16 considered, and could cost up to 45 grand! Forty-five big ones. Forty-five macaroonies. E- yeah, I'm gonna stop here. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast.
0: You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash c slash for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com Cody Dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to dr taffy seven 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 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.